This call is being recorded. Good morning, team. Thank you so much for jumping on the call here this Monday morning. Can you believe it? We're already in the month of May. It is really, really hard to believe. This year is off to a scorching start, um, not not just in terms of the market, but in terms of the, you know, just how fast time is going. They've always told me that the older you get, you know, the faster time goes. I got to tell you, there is there is a lot to be said about that. But anyway, before I get into today's call, which is called, um, well, it's episode number 149. It's gonna, it's called Avoid the Noise. Do this instead. Okay. But before I go into that, I just need to remind you of my professional purpose, and that is to help you, the broker, optimize your productivity and help you become the best version of yourself. Why? Because I believe happy brokers sell more real estate. And I do that by helping you handle challenges and opportunities that you face every day, that you face every day. And if you can effectively manage certain situations that arise on a daily basis in your business, you will be more productive and live a life that is the best version of you. And on this episode, I will discuss how you need to avoid, quote unquote, the noise that occurs during a shifting market and how to create action or the action needed to set up your business for a productive Q3 and Q4 2022 and build momentum going into 2023. Um, Yes, I am thinking about the second half of the year already. Why? Because, you know, three to six months ahead of where you're going to produce, you need to be creating um, action and planting those seeds, right? That's why we start business planning in September for the following, you know, following year. And in this new strategy that I use, the 12-week year, we're always looking in kind of 90 to, you know, 90-day periods of time. But as we are focused on our on our initiatives, we also need to be looking at, you know, some opportunities to prospect. What should we be doing to prospect, et cetera? So we're going to be looking at some of that later today and really talk about, you know, what is happening in the market, what we're starting to see. And, um, you know, there's no doubt that you've started to see some signs of a shifting market. Now in Chicago, it's, it's not been as obvious as in other parts of the country because we here are we were a little late to the party new york and chicago were a little late to the party because we had you know in covid we had these you know condominium and co-op buildings that really nobody wanted during you know covid environment so we were definitely late to the party um some markets have seen 75 percent to 100 percent increase in prices over that period of time, over the last year and a half or so. And buyers in those markets were starting to see, say, you know what, I'm sitting this out. I, you know, I'm not paying that number. I'm not paying somebody a 100% return on their purchase. Uh, even though that's where the market's at, they have started to get to that point and they're they're saying i'm i'm going to wait this out until this normalizes a little bit until i can see that you know that trend line has flattened a little bit most of these markets i'm talking about are these resorts 
and second home markets, right? Ski and beach primarily. Um, and, but in, in primary home markets like Chicago and, and, and other areas, these markets, um, you know, these markets are just not settling in. I mean, or, you know, slowing down. There's still a ton of demand and the velocity. Okay. With home prices and rental prices, uh, both increasing in these primary markets, there's just no good exit strategy out of the for sale housing markets for those buyers, right? Um, either way, though, the shift has started in the second home and resort resort markets and will make it to a market uh, that you're in probably in the next six to 12 months, all right? In a, in a way, this is actually good news, okay? It's good news for, for buyers, and it's really good news for you, that top skill broker. We need a more efficient market to allow for our databases of clients to, you know, be able to get out there and purchase. We need a better flow to this inventory that allows that right-sizing buyer to enter the fray you know these right-sizing buyers have just said you know i'm not i gotta sell first i can't you know i'm just not i can't pay cash um i'm not gonna waive all the contingencies and everything and have all of that risk um so they've just sat on the sidelines waiting for a more normalized market so as things do start to pivot and market times increase increase and inventories increase that's actually a good thing. We're a, we sell a lot of real estate when when um, the absorption rate gets to you know three, four, five months of inventory, right? And we we get compensated when we transact. So when buyers and sellers are in a more efficient market, there's a there's a there's more opportunity for transactions. With all that being said. Okay, I cannot remember a better time to educate and set expectations for your clients. You need to stay ahead of the narrative. All right. And this is the noise I was telling you about. The media in need of quote unquote clicks are going to be pounding the drum of the pending doom of the housing market. Right. So this is how noise gets generated. Advertisers pay networks and media outlets when someone pays or clicks on their ad or an article that hosts their ad. All right. So that's how that's how the noise works, right? You gotta you gotta like create a clickable headline for someone to click on it and they get paid for that. Here's my favorite. This was a CNBC article, April 6th of this year. Surging interest rates push mortgage demand down more than 40% from a year ago. Now, the uneducated, confused mind would say, oh my gosh, the market is crashing. The headline completely disregards the fact that most of the mortgage demand that is that has diminished has been in the form of refinances. So as rates have increased, there's less people willing or needing to refinance. And also within that is an increasing amount of transactions 
that were paid in cash. Again, the 40% implied wrongly that the housing market was struggling. Not true. Jameson is up 36% in volume year over year. Now we're way outperforming the market, but we're still up 36%. But that's the type of headline that's going to get you to click. Oh my gosh, this market is tanking. I'm, I'm so worried. I hear it from you. I hear it from you guys. I hear, I hear you say, oh my gosh, we're heading into a recession. What am I going to do? You know, we get all doped up on, you know, on the dopium, right? That all these transactions that we've done, this crazy market that we've been in, we don't, you know, some of us don't want us want it to end. But let me just tell you that we, we are moving into a different phase, but it will be, it will be more efficient, which is good for all of us in a lot of different ways. Knowing what we know about the brain, negativity is much more clickable than positivity, right? Negativity generates that fight or flight mechanism in our brain, and it brings us to full attention. Hence why people click on these negative headlines, right? Now, I do not want to go into a full economic exp explanation today. I did that actually on episode 142, which was 2022 housing market talk tracks. It was a, my March 7th episode. But let's just say, okay, let's just say that because of um, the lack of in inventory, both on the sale and on the rental side, and the decade long pent up demand, and the lack of in the lack of new inventory in, in sight, supply chain issues, et cetera, you know, we're just not seeing fully built out desirable product out there, especially in good locations. So anything that is priced right in good locations, ready to move in, is going to sell. It's going to sell. There's just so much demand and lack of inventory. You know, and housing is a basic need that you can't just fully say, I'm out, right? When you look at the, you know, the hierarchy of needs, housing and food are, are basic, right? Are basic. Um, but that is not going to stop these media advertisers from needing their clicks, right? Um, so they're going to keep trying. They're going to keep trying to get people to buy into the negativity that this housing market is is going to tank. So it is up to you, the talented and seasoned and skilled broker, to educate your client, set expectations, and create loyalty, right? We need to do that during a shifting market. How do we do that? Right? How do we do that? Right? How do we take what they're getting pounded with from a from a from a media standpoint and how do we educate them on what's going on in our hyper local market? And again, how do we set expectations and how do we create loyalty? Now, if I were you, I would implement the following strategies over the next 90 days. Okay? And this is your prospecting strategies. You all have your, you know, your quarterly initiatives that you're working on um, as part of the 12-week year. 
Um, but we're also needing to do prospecting as a constant piece of our business. The, the summer no-fly zone starts August 22nd this year, okay? Starts August 22nd this year. Um, and just so you guys know, the no-fly zone is that two weeks right before Labor Day that, in my opinion, uh, along with the last two weeks of December, you need to, you need to um, avoid any contact with your client unless they reach out to you or if you're in a you know, in a situation where you're in a transaction, right? But in terms of prospecting, following up, those last two weeks of August and the last two weeks of December should be, um, should be no-fly zones. And, and knowing what I've experienced over the last 20 plus years in the business and handling, you know, and building three separate businesses that involve, involve real estate brokerage, I'm telling you that the following strategies are, are what you need to be doing this summer before August 22nd. Now I'm going to go into two strategy or two separate areas of strategy. One being on, um, you know, uh, the, the listing side, right? The listing side. And then one on how to create buyers out of the rental pool. But number one, the number one goal here, this number one strategy that I want to talk about is I would really love to see you have a meaningful conversation with your top 100 so you can update your database in, kept in, several, in, in, in several key areas, right? So the goal here, again, is have a meaningful conversation with your top 100 and update your database with key um, informational updates. Okay. So the goal here is I want to get, I want you to reach out to your clients and find out some of the following answers to these questions. Okay. Number one, when you call them or you have these conversations, find out how their house or their home is performing for them in this post pandemic environment. Are they loving it? Are they, is it missing key components? Is it too big? Is it too small? Find out. Just ask them. How's your house? How's your home performing for you? We want to know that. We want to know that because they they may say, "Hey, it's it's fine now," but you know, baby number two is we're expecting in you know in um, late August. And at that point in time, we're going to write it out for a while. But after then, we're probably going to need something bigger. Make a mental note. Is that something you're going to put in your calendar or your reminders, task reminders to continue to follow up? It looks like there might be a gifting opportunity there. It might be opportunities to, you know, talk to them about housing late 2022, early 2023. Sounds like somebody I can add to my warm list, right? Um, the second part of this is you want to update them on the current market value of their home, kind of within a five to 10% range. You'd say something like, you know, Hey, I felt it was important for you to know that I feel like your price of your home is somewhere in that 1.1 range, um, based on what I'm seeing in the market. Um, you know, somewhere between million fifty and you know million two. You know, I think it's safe to put it. You know, update your financial statement 
at 1.1. Really? 1.1. Wow, that that's um, I had no idea that it had increased to that level. That's excellent. Um, you know, and and it's nice for the for the seller to know that. And you know, at that point in time, once you just give them that range, then they're asking more questions. They want more information. That's where you can go and do your real estate review. Okay which is a ninja term, which for those of you know, that uh, heard the announcement last week for Jameson agents, we're, we're doing a ninja installation um, in late October. You definitely want to get signed up. For those of you that are not at Jameson, we will open it up to um, everyone on June 1st. Um, get that real estate review done. It, this is just a really really good opportunity for you to talk to your clients. You know, if they're worried about a recession tanking their value, remind them that a recession, you know, you're hearing that drum beat right now, right? We're heading towards a recession. They're hearing it. They might ask you, you, you say, you know, I, I don't know what's going to happen, but in the event there is a recession, doesn't mean that there will be a drop in housing prices. In fact, since 1980, Throughout the five recent, uh, throughout the five recessions since 1980, there are only two instances where home prices dropped, and that was in 1990, the recession of 1990, and the recession of 2008. Okay, this gives you an opportunity too to remind them that you are open for business. If you haven't talked to your clients in a while, they're wondering, is he or she too busy for me? Do they even want? Do they even want my business anymore? You know, it gives you a chance to remind them that, you know, you're here to help them. You know, their client, you know, their colleagues, their friends, their family members, etc. Okay. I was telling somebody the other day, I have, I have built three businesses with a laptop and an iPhone. You sit outside my office. Um, for any period of time, you're know, you know that I'm going to be on that phone the majority of the time. And if I'm, if, if I'm not calling somebody or talking to somebody, I'm looking for somebody to call. Okay. And that's, that is an opportunity. It may not be an actual call. It might be a text message, might be a video message attached to, uh, attached to a text message, but I am constantly making contact. It's just in my DNA after 13, 14 years of doing this. I know what happens when you make contact with your clients. Good things happen. So again, back to that ninja installation. You'll be taught how to do a real estate review during that period of time. Um, also, Jameson Agents, we have the, the wonderful market snapshot. Um, that our marketing department puts together, I would be sending that via your active pipe to all of your clients, okay? So they can see the increases um, in their different neighborhoods. Um, not gonna go into that much in too much detail, but you know they're there, every neighborhood's represented, um, and get that out to your, get that out to your clients, okay? So in that conversation with your, sellers 
How's your house performing? Here's the price. Don't worry about prices tanking, right? There's such a lack of, of inventory. There's all kinds of demand, decade-long um, demand, you know, pent-up demand that's coming into the market. It's going to take three to five years to satisfy that. When I hear myself talk today, it makes me want to kind of almost put my shoulder pads back on and get out there and start selling again. I mean, this is a really awesome time this summer to get on the phone with people and build your pipeline for the fall and into 2023. And yes, I am talking about six months out. Um, by having these conversations, you're putting yourself again, top of mind. You're securing their loyalty and preparing your business for a shifting market where right-sized right-sizing buyers have more opportunity. So what is the downside to a conversation like this? There literally is not, right? Low cost, high impact, easy to implement. Those are the kind of things that I look for. High impact, low cost. I'm not out trying to spend your money. I'm not out trying to spend your money. High impact, low cost. All right. Now, for those of you that are newer to the business or haven't quite built your top 100 and you're looking for lead generating ideas and a lot of your sphere is renting or still renting, which in Chicago, that's, you know, for some people, they rent into their early 30s, mid 30s. OK. Let me give you a different conversation that you can have with the goal that you want to educate them on the current rental market, okay? Just so you guys know, you can. this is what you can point out to these people, your sphere, friends. Rents went up in Chicago 15.6% in 2021, and the demand has increased further in 2022. Rent prices will continue to rise. They'll continue to rise because there is nothing being built. Okay. We are seeing multiple offers on almost every quality rental. I heard of one um, a week and a half ago, there was 20 rental applications in Chicago on one property and there's escalation clauses all of it we're seeing it the same that we see on on the for sale side okay my good friend bill rawlings out of atlanta fine home sotheby's international realty posted something on his instagram feed last week that said um you know rent is 100 percent interest disregard the five and six percent interest rates right Renting is 100% interest. Don't let 5% interest rates stop you from entering the market. I put that on my Instagram story and I, I saw, um, I don't know, 20, 30 of you went out to Bill's Instagram and uh, reposted that, which I thought was, was really, really cool. Um, buying is still much cheaper. Than renting. If you look at the 
you know, rent versus buying um, kind of comparison. You should be doing that. So these are the conversations you're having with these with these people that are currently currently renting. Now, here's the big selling point to buying over renting. Guess what? You can lock in your housing expense for your horizon, right? You, even at a 5% interest rate, I'd ever, rather have I'd rather have my housing expenses locked down at a 5% interest rate than be at the mercy of the rental market that we're in right now. When you're talking to them, ask these um, ask these uh, tenants, hey, would you be open to jumping on a, a group Zoom or a, you know, a new home buyer seminar um, with my lender? Now, this is an old school approach, but we've got some really talented, well-funded renters out there that should have bought a long time ago that just still don't know how. So make that a point. Get on, you know, identify your lender and create opportunities to educate your clients or your friends on what it takes to, to purchase. Now, by having this conversation, you are putting yourself top of mind in the event they do decide to purchase. While you, the agent, build your top 100, which will fuel your business over the course of your career, okay? Think of your business in terms of a career, not a year. Think of your business as a career, not a year. What is the downside to conversations like this? There truly is none. Now, you're going through both of these strategies on the purchase and on the rental side. Listen, you've got people in your sphere. They may never have done business with you in the past, but you may have friends or, or um, acquaintances. And these conversations can be really powerful to build your top 100 and build your pipeline for the coming year. Um, here's what I would do, and we're going to talk kind of discipline next week. Uh, but what I would do is I, I would have three conversations like this a week between now and that no-fly zone in late August. That's three conversations times 16 weeks equals 48 meaningful value-added conversations that will propel you into the fall market and into 2023. 48, and that's just three a week. Next week, I'm going to hit on the topic of discipline versus emotion and how they differ drastically as it relates to building a fulfilling life and a predictable and enjoyable, enjoyable business. Discipline always wins over emotion as it relates to completing a project like I've just discussed, okay? Each conversation could or will be the seed of continued success for your business over the course of your career, like I just mentioned. It just takes a vision on your part and the discipline to make it a reality. Okay? 
I'm telling you guys, I am telling you right now, and I mean it when I say it, in the 24 years of being in this business and having a deep understanding of what it takes to build a real estate brokerage business, I honestly mean it when I say this. I don't think I've ever seen a more important time to be in front of your clients. When markets pivot, you need to be ahead of the trends. And if you are not contacting your clients, somebody else is. Somebody else is. If you do what I've suggested in this call, you will absolutely finish the year on fire and go into 2023 with a fully active hot list and warm list. You guys tell how fired up I am today. I I really see it for you. I really, really see it for you. I would dedicate this next four months to absolutely working every contact that you've got in your in your um, sphere of influence in your top 100. You're adding value. Don't think you're selling. Okay, reframe your mindset. This is adding value to your sphere and your top 100. Do not think it's sales, okay? This is adding value. I've been on the other end of a conversation like this um, for our home in Michigan, and it, 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 was, uh, it was welcoming. I, I appreciated it. And uh, um, that's where I'm, I'm kind of getting the juice for this, uh, for this call today. It matters. It matters when people follow up with you on a service they provided you and giving you an update on what's going on, right? And, um, you know, I'd really love to hear about your success stories when you, when you have them, when you start this journey over the next three to four months, okay? Um, have a great week. If you're not on my email list, um, make sure to send me an email to askjimmiller at gmail.com. And my team will add you. And I'm giving daily content on my on my Instagram, Ask Jim Miller. So you can find me there. And I'll see you next week. We're going to talk about discipline and how why it's so important and why it separates you from the pack. How discipline will make you that elite level producer that you're all on this call to become. All right, everyone. Have a good week. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you.